Welcome to the CSW Podcast. We are so excited to have you with us today. I'll be joined by Dr. John McConaughey, parent and the man who helped us get this off the ground. So excited for that. But as a reminder first, CSW's mission is to operate a K-12 school that cultivates wisdom and virtue in its students by nourishing their hearts and minds on truth, good, beauty, and goodness so that in Christ they can glorify God and enjoy Him forever. All right, John, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Good to be here. Thank you for uh, setting all this up and coming up with so many ideas for things. It's totally a blast. I can't even believe we're in the room this morning. We also have our James. He's on the ones and twos over there. He's also a McConaughey sitting over there. Graham is looking on like, man, I wish I could be on the mic too. And you may hear Julia in the background in moments because she was up at seven. So she joined us as well. So, John, just a few minutes ago, you and I thought we were recording, but we weren't, Uh, and we started to talk about your family's journey to CSW. Can you uh, rehash that for us? Can you give me a little more, and uh, we'll go from there. Absolutely. No, uh, we're we're glad to be a part of CSW. By the time we got to a philosophy of education, uh, I should say we, uh, meaning Melissa, my wife, uh, and I uh, got to a philosophy of education. Uh, we had opted for a classical model to our uh, to our kids' education. So we started that with homeschooling, actually, uh, because Melissa's degree is elementary education. Nice. And so it was really just kind of her saying, uh, why would I want to pay other people to do what I love doing <laughs> right? Uh, for my own children, who I'm, whom I love and, right. uh, and want to spend more time with. So uh, we thought, yeah, we'll, we'll start this homeschooling. But classical really came from her experience uh, with her education, K through 12. Uh, she was at a classical school up in Topeka, uh, Care Paravel Latin School. And so the OG classical school, yeah, for for Kansas for sure, but I think even kind of nationally, they, I think they're pretty they were, early. They were uh, early out of the gate. So, yeah. so yeah, her her dad had covered the opening of that school up in Topeka. Hmm. Uh, he was working as a reporter and went out, and uh, he came back home that night and told his wife, "I've." found out where our daughter's going to school. <laughs> That's awesome. Starts. So uh, that was how they learned about it. And so she went in when she was kindergarten age and uh, did that K through 12. So um, when we started talking about how we were going to educate our children, uh, she told me that it would be a <laughs> classical model for education, which it's I knew funny nothing how those about. Things work yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew nothing about yeah. uh, what is classical education. So, um, and so, um, yeah, she had, had such a great experience with hers. Um, I had a good experience too. I was at a private school, uh, a couple of them from K through eight, and then went to public school kind of for an emphasis in science and technology for my high school. But, um, it wasn't, you know, necessarily all that thought out yeah, of sure. uh, of a philosophy, but she was very convinced. Nope, the method uh, we want to do the grammar school, logic school, rhetoric mm-hmm. uh, stages of education, and so we started that homeschooling. Uh, we were in some homeschool co-ops to uh, kind of just help bring in other material and things like that, and uh, and have some interactions for the kids. 
and that was great. Um, they they learned a ton when they were in that grammar school. Sponges absorbing <laughs> yeah. everything, uh, and it was it was great. But we we were trying to figure out ourselves. Okay, how long do we do this? We, we're right. committed to the model of education, but do we do this ourselves K through 12 Mm -hmm. or do we launch them at some point and uh, involve others in our kids' education? And so we kind of had to decide with our, our eldest uh, Isaac uh, to say, well, when when are we going to make that transition? We kind of decided we will make the transition just when, sure. And we thought, you know, we could do it freshman year of high school. That's where Melissa probably felt like, you know, the materials might getting, be, yeah, yeah, it's just to do high school. Well, we knew we were going to need a whole lot of extra resources and, you know, things. And, um, and so it was okay by high school, we need to do this, but do we want to do this freshman year? You know, <laughs> right. what, what a transition when it counts, yeah. <laughs> when it yeah. counts, when the grades go on the transcript, uh, do we want that to be the year of transition? Uh, because we knew uh, he's going from homeschool uh, the only teacher I've had is my mom and a few mm-hmm. once a week type co-op teachers. We thought that's going to be a whole lot. So with that, well, we'll let him get a couple of years under his belt. So yeah. we put him in seventh grade. Um, and I think actually he had you. Yep. His, his first year. One of my first classes. Yeah. That's yeah. CSW. That's so fun. Yep. So, um, but seventh grade, we thought he'll, we'll get him a couple years to figure out what it's like to have other teachers, to have a schedule all of the things that you don't have as, yeah. uh, as a homeschooled kid. So, yes. Wear this uniform, go to these places at these times. <laughs> That's right. Navigating the hallways and lockers and yeah. all the things that just are not part of the homeschool experience. <laughs> right. So, um, so yeah, so we put him in in seventh grade uh, and it was great. Uh, it was hard yeah. uh, for him, big transition. Um, and so for our, our next, for uh, Eileen, our daughter, uh, we said, aside from, you know, seventh grade really kind of being more intense academically, mm-hmm. we thought, you know, middle school girls are not the same as middle school boys. <laughs> right. And there may, there may be some dynamics that have already set themselves up by seventh grade. So it might make sense to put her in in sixth. So we did, which was just one year later. So the next year we, we launched her at, at, into CSW and said, um, yeah, let's see if we can get you in and make friends and connections and, uh, and also maybe ease into this transition Mm -hmm. a little bit easier. Yeah. Try to catch the front end of it. So, Yeah. And then um, next was James. Uh, yeah, so who is in studio? So James, when when did you make it to CSW? So I too came in in sixth grade, uh, like my sister. Nice. How was that? Oh, sorry, Mike's swinging back. <laughs> How was that for um, you? It was interesting going from like an hour and thirty minutes of recess every single day. To 30 minutes sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And you came in, so you came during COVID year. Yeah, I did. Yeah, so that was probably a little crazy. It was a little crazy. I came and we started on Zoom school, so. Yeah. You're like, this isn't that much different, except now I just have to sit by a computer all day. Nope. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. Thanks, James. 
And, you know, I mean, one of those COVID outcomes is <laughs> we, we got a whole bunch of recording equipment because we were doing piano lessons and violin lessons by oh yeah by Zoom. Yep. And uh, I think thus uh, we got all the stuff here to put together a podcast. So the unintended consequences. Yes. But, Praise God. Yeah. So James, James was in uh, and we have... Um, you okay we, down there, Jules? <laughs> yeah. Just laying on the floor coloring, I think. And yawning. <laughs> it was an early morning for everybody. <laughs> so, um, but we had uh, three more kids at that point. Uh, yeah. And we were figuring out uh, when when do we put them in. Um, and we still kind of thought, mm, six to seven, that's working pretty well. Yeah. Um, I mean, barring COVID years. Uh, but, <laughs> right, uh, yeah. But the age uh, Yeah, that was a good great. age. Yeah. yeah, so we thought that worked for us, for our family, and our family dynamics. And, and uh, maybe even dependent on kid, Yeah. whether yeah. sixth or seventh. It yeah. was never a set-in-stone thing for us. Um, and so we said, well, each, each kid is unique. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll figure out what is right for them. Yeah. So, uh, but then with that, um, a little shortly after that, uh, Melissa, the, the school was in need of an elementary Latin teacher and listed a part-time position. Uh, and Melissa heard about that. And I think someone maybe have even said, have you, you, you were at Care Paraguay, right? Do you, <laughs> right. do you, do you it's know? got Latin in the yeah, name. You yeah, must yeah, know. Latin school, right? <laughs> so do you know any Latin? Do you, would you ever think of teaching? Right. And, you know, our, at that point, we're like, we've got three kids at home. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's probably just not going to work. Yeah. Um, and, but we still talked about it because she goes, that's like, but that's like exactly what I want to do. Yeah, she was like, I've been uh, waiting for I, this. I, I was, <laughs> I want to just teach part time, you yeah. know, so I, uh, and I would love to teach Latin mm-hmm. um, and I love elementary school, like, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth graders. And that's what they're asking for. And I was like, well, you know what, if you if, like, if it is that ideal of a job, like exactly what you want, it's like, you may want to take it now because what if they fill the position with somebody right. else yeah, and for they sure. stay for 10 years, right? Like you're like, if, it, if it's that, that does good happen. Of a, yeah. Right. If it's that good of a fit, you should just yeah. l- let's make it make it work. So, so she jumped in, and at that point, we said we're not straddling the fence. Yeah, for sure. They're all going. They in. all so have to go. We had intended to launch uh, Levi uh, and say, you know, yeah, well, when we're ready, we'll put one more in. Sure. Uh, and instead, uh, it was um, no. We're, we're going to go Levi, Josiah, uh, and uh, was it the same year that you went in? Right. So okay, so was, you all started. Yeah, so oh, wow. James, I was like, it was three, but it wasn't Cora, because she yeah. uh, she started kindergarten when she was old enough. So yeah, so so they all started that fantastic year, and <laughs> um, and it was uh, fun figuring out enough screens that people could I'm continue sure. their education in sure. multiple rooms of the house. Yeah, but, yeah that's crazy. But uh, nonetheless, they all joined in, and Melissa became a first-year teacher who also did... Uh, Zoom education, mm-hmm. and that was fun. But we also said, you know, it's great uh, if there's anything bad with your first year of teaching, right. which is always an adjustment as a teacher. You just blame it on COVID. Yeah, 
So. Don't worry, it's recorded. Yeah. And in the cloud for everyone to watch forever, again and again. Ever, ever, ever. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so Joy and I, we uh, had no intention of sending our kids to private school. We were, uh, I was working for a church, and we were definitely like, we're going to be the ones who go and are salt and light to those heathens in public school. Is literally what I would have said and thought. Uh, and um, through actually a, a lady named Danny Poe, she would not be, she would not forgive me if I didn't mention her. She was the art teacher at CSW at the time. Okay. I happened to be preaching a sermon one Sunday uh, as the family ministries pastor, uh, deacon, family ministries deacon, and uh, was, of course, you know, when you get one Sunday to preach in a Baptist church and you're the family ministries person, you preach on Deuteronomy 6. <laughs> she yep. was like, uh, so if you think that's how families should work and the church should work, then you need to be at CSW. And I was like, no, we're good. And uh, that was in, I think, May of 2016. And uh, in August of 2016, I was quitting my job at the church with my wife, nine months pregnant with our third, with no other job lined up, hoping that CSW would hire me. And uh, please, please, uh, no, I really need this job. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah, really, need really job. need it. My wife, so I, I, they, for some reason, hired me. They were desperate, I think, is what really happened. Uh, but uh, they brought me on. And Graham, my son, came with me the first year. So when did you joined when? In kindergarten. Okay, so you joined in kindergarten. Do you remember who your teacher was the first year? Yeah, it was Mrs. Henneberg. Mrs. Henneberg. If you are a long line of students who started CSW with Mrs. Henneberg for sure. Um, so what was, what in those first couple of years, what was CSW to you? Like what, what, what did going to CSW mean? What did you like about it? I don't know. I guess it was just like, I get to go to school with my dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. There's definitely, there's never been a day of school. You haven't, haven't gone without me. It's kind of fun. Um, and then our Amelia joined a couple years later, just two years behind Graham. And then Corinne is a kindergartner this year and there's three more at home, but Emmett to join next year. And, and, uh, yeah, we are so pumped. Graham is joining us in the upper school this year. So finally be under me. I'll be his principal for better or worse. <laughs> yeah, for better or worse. Yeah. What do you think? Better right now, if you had to say it's going to be great or it's going to be horrible, Probably. there's no in between. Um, no pressure. I'm just staring at it's you. It's going to be better. Ah, <laughs> yes. It's going to be better. It might not be great. What are you? What thing are you looking forward to most for upper school? Um, seeing a lot of my friends in seventh and eighth grade. Seeing a lot of your friends in seventh and eighth grade. So because we're in summer and you aren't seeing your friends currently, right? Because it's summertime. Like yes. you... You would see them in sixth grade. Yeah. But you just want to see them again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Friends that are older than me. Yeah. Oh, okay. sorry. I hardly ever see them. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because it does. It's, oh, it's, right. It's a little more separate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you'll, you'll have more classes together and yeah. activities together. Yep. Yep. It's a, it's a big transition that. Yeah. Sixth, sixth to seventh. So. Well, one of the things both the boys in the room has have been involved in this year is band, and you guys have uh, been instrumental, pun intended, <laughs> pun intended, yeah, in helping get that off the ground. Um, why do you think band or uh, the fine arts maybe 
more broadly are so important to a classical education? I mean, you had mentioned, oh, we were thinking, you know, public school. And yeah. uh, I feel like the fine arts, uh, it's really so important. I, I think it's so critical to worship, to glorifying God through yes. the talents and abilities that he gives and uh, I think the devil's pretty cunning and he doesn't often make <laughs> uh, big like rebellious changes mm -hmm. he just usurps beautiful and wonderful good things and twists them a little and can make them very destructive yeah. or, or distracting uh, maybe and so I feel like a lot of the fine arts historically were from the church. You know, the church was driving art. Pause, pause for a second. All right, let me go back. So uh, you guys, the McConaughey's, uh, when I think of the McConaughey's, I think of fine arts. And <laughs> I think of all things uh, stringed, instrumental, and acting, and everything in between. And you guys were instrumental, pun intended, uh, in helping uh, get not only this podcast, but band and, and even a consideration of um, how that should be involved in the lives of our students off the ground um, and adding even things at, that CSW was doing in a similar time, like adding a fine arts director and things uh, kind of all moving in the same direction. The Lord seemed to be pushing us that way. But why do you think that um, for CSW in particular, maybe classical schools at large, the fine arts are so important to cultivate that wisdom and virtue in students. Yeah, uh, the fine arts are, I think, just very central to worship and the glorification of God. Hmm. I feel like they are one of the principal ways that we are able to worship and glorify God with the talents that he blesses us with, uh, through what we perform for others, uh, and, uh, things like music and drama really have a way of penetrating the soul that necessarily the spoken word or other media just, they just don't, it, it's amazing. It might not hit in the same way. Yeah. 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 So I think, uh, we were super encouraged that, yeah, CSW was thinking, we really need to expand this, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, with the Wilkins family, yeah. oh, such a such a loss, um, yeah. but we wish them well. And, but just the, <laughs> the energy that they brought mm -hmm. to the fine arts, and I felt like that was, that was a big stride forward uh, with everything they were doing, and just wanted to see that, and so, uh, but that leadership at the school had really decided, no, we, we want to find arts director. We, yeah. we want to make, like, we want to encourage this and, and build that. So, uh, bringing Tiffany on, uh, was great. And Tiffany Kane, we we're so glad she's same. Involved. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think that's continued in that energy to uh, just expand what was here, hmm. uh, but was, I think more of a minor part of, yeah the experience for students. And so, and 
I mean, yeah, people say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the fine arts kid. I'm not the drama kid or the music kid. It's like, I think it's important for all of them, you know, yeah. it, it's not. And all of their grandmas have asked them, oh, classical school. So what instrument do you play? <laughs> it was exactly. finally time to get something yeah. off the ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I was thinking of joining the Baroque school. Because, yes. you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I really prefer the fugues, but yes. No, so I think it's great. Uh, if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. If it right? ain't Baroque, don't fix it. But And, and it wasn't Baroque, uh, <laughs> the, the fine arts department. <laughs> but it did. Well played. I, I think it it could improve. And yeah. so we're really excited about that. We're glad to see bands starting. Yeah. Um, I mean, super cool. And I think uh, even... I've heard rumor. We'll see if it, it materializes that they may have a fifth grade section yep. of band. Yep. So we're two sections of band next year. Unbelievably. It's Going crazy. from zero to one to two. Um, and so I think it's it's been awesome. Uh, Levi, we found out, had quite a natural talent uh, aptitude for the trumpet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's know, playing I, high C's, double C. And I was like, dude, I didn't even get to that until high school. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He's probably practiced as much as I did currently in one year that I did from sixth grade through 10th grade. <laughs> well, there, there have been a many uh, Levi, not right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Practice moments at home. Yes. But, uh, but you know, um, yeah, your little brother's sleeping. Now is not the time to <laughs> no. practice trumpet. On the other side of the wall. Right. But no, he's loved it. Um, James played clarinet. And so we had two in. And we're hoping, uh, hoping that uh, they'll just keep joining. Yeah. See what else we can get. Um, I hope this isn't too much of a dig, James. But I did find your clarinet book in the Lost and Found yesterday. So I returned it to Mr. Barney. Not to throw you out in front of everyone there. But (laughs) I wonder what you've been practicing. Hmm. Trombone, mm. maybe. I heard there was a potential trial of trombone. Trombone, French horn. Yeah. Who knows? I think, I think for us, that is the, uh, it's kind of the extension of, it is good for students to participate in music. We should be not just caring for culture, but also creating culture. Um, so that through music, through art, through uh, drama, through sport, whatever they do, that this student is glorifying God uh, and enjoying him forever. And, um, you know, what are, what are some of the ways that you guys can think of or that you can think of John where, um, you go, Oh yeah, that we knew in that moment that we made the right choice. CSW was it. Um, yeah. Um, I, I think it's probably, most evident just in the conversations Mm. that come from their school day and what they're studying. Yeah. Those Uh, dinner table dinner table or as they get older and uh, more teenage years, uh, it's the, I'm really super tired and want to go to bed, but (laughs) now is when you want to talk (laughs) conversation. I've heard Uh, tell that 11 PM is when (laughs) Some students of the, finally wake up. Yeah, they finally wake up and their <laughs> brain turns on as mine is quickly fading. So, uh, but I think those conversations are the evidence hmm. that we are sending you to a place where like minded adults are pouring into you mm-hmm. um, and who are exposing you to the ideas and truths that you should be 
marinated in Mm -hmm. and soaking in like it that's the culture of classical education and that's as i said melissa said no this is how we're going to educate our kids (laughs) that was her experience and it was this is so good why would i not want that for my children right um if it's if it's a possibility and so with csw being here uh in wichita and an option and we were like that's we're on that we're trajectory. going for it yeah, yeah. And, and and just how to how do we do it so yeah th- that w- those conversations but it's been good too uh i think you know to see the performances i mean we've enjoyed the the spring concert that just happened yeah I, i've been going to a lot of i couldn't even believe it i was like we just had a spring concert yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah and uh i mean we've gone to a lot of a lot of the concerts uh, since isaac was in seventh grade starting senior year yeah uh, well now he's a senior i mean he is over it's crazy i added so, him to a new group me the other day yeah 2024 seniors seniors so uh, but of all those concerts and they have all been great yeah um i think yeah this spring was just you can tell the the program is is growing yeah because it was just one of the most moving mm-hmm. evenings. So yeah, I mean another just aha moment. And we always love the uh, the drama performances. Oh yeah, Marcy Cosby does such an oh, amazing, man, she's amazing job pulling out things from these kids. <laughs> yeah, that it, it's it's incredible. We're like seriously, and and for the size of school, what they pull off is amazing. You yeah. would just expect it to be. A much bigger pool that she's yeah for sure drawing yeah. talent from, but no, she's she's just she she makes it happen. I had uh, guys and dolls this past fall. I was looking around. And I thought, yeah, I think there were fifteen or twenty maybe involved students involved from not only on stage but backstage and in the booth uh, helping produce. And I was thinking, man, that's a fifth of our school, a fifth of our high schoolers. We had a hundred high schoolers this year, and one fifth of them in this moment are producing this thing. That's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> like this is so awesome that twenty out of a hundred would want to be involved in that, and um, and they they did it well. And this is the first year we've done two productions uh, at at that level where we have had uh, two full different plays, a musical in the fall, and then uh, dinner theater this spring. I don't know if Tiffany and Marcy are down for doing a dinner theater again, but but at least a second play again. Second play, yeah. <laughs> yeah. More more opportunity for involvement and. I don't know. My my uh, my waiter and waitress might have made the whole night for me. Yep. Uh, James was Jimmy John and uh, another student. Jim. Jimmy Jim. Jimmy Jim. Jimmy Jim. Jimmy Jim. And uh, another. His, I only learned the second night his twin. Yes. Twin. Long lost twin. Kimmy Jim. Another student and uh, Shane Garfield. he both yeah, yeah. they they both did uh, so well it was so fun and uh, Tiffany the next day after uh, we saw the show we saw the opening show Friday night she was like I guess I should have expected if we gave you an opportunity Grant to get up and be big and loud that you were going to do it <laughs> I was like yeah of course <laughs> why wouldn't I if you give me a moment to improv I'm going to improv <laughs> so. Exactly. It was great. It was <laughs> As great you should. And well, that's, yeah, it's, it's growing. It's fun. And I think I, I would love to see more and more kids get involved and yeah. feel like it's awesome. Yeah. You know, it, it's fun to get up and put on another persona yeah. and let that character 
be crazy yeah. and get out of their shell some and, uh, and do that. And, and I think preparation for life mm-hmm. to say there, there, it may not be your full-time occupation to be up in front of people, mm-hmm. but it is important to have those experiences and to try to make those positive and be trained in them so that when your opportunity comes to address a room of people, you know, everybody's nervous in that situation, but can you be all the more ready for that and have had that experience in your formative years to where that's not such a terrible thing, uh, but really an opportunity that you, you may be given later. Searching frantically, we read uh, Orthodoxy. <laughs> if you showed up to any of the theses, you know that we read uh, G.K. Chesterton for the first time this year. <laughs> I think in every paper but one, there was a Chesterton quote. Nice. And so uh, I was looking for I cannot remember, and Kobe Dolliff is going to uh, laugh at me. It's okay. For not this remembering. This is the beauty of podcasting. I know. We can just splice it in, and you can just pretend that you just pulled it right off the cuff. You had it memorized. You didn't have to look it up. Oh man. It's something like, Oh, here we go. So that was reminding me of, uh, and I got so distracted. I can't even remember what you said that reminded me of this. Now pairing them. It's a, Oh, you said putting on a different persona, persona, you know, putting on that persona for a moment. And I think what the beauty of that and why it's so, why it's so accessible to everyone is because that's not who we are. And so it was, it reminded me of this Chesterton quote from orthodoxy. He says, fairy tales say that apples were golden only to refresh the forgotten moment. We found out they were green and it's like, oh yeah, that is, uh, he says they make rivers run with wine only to make us remember for one wild moment that they run with water. And I think that is, uh, you become a more true version of yourself, a better uh, and more whole person when you go, that's not who I am. I'm taking that off now. And when, when my fake mustache is ripped off my face, or in, in Isaac's case, I think wiped, yes. I'm guessing wiped off, yes. uh, he remembers that, oh yeah, no, I'm Isaac McConaughey. I'm not the French chef. <laughs> Ramon. Ramon. <laughs> uh, uh, well, that is uh, 25 minutes since I've been paying attention to time. So I think that's probably good fodder to work with uh, for you, James, on the uh, production end. But thank you for uh, being here with us today. Remember that we uh, love partnering with parents and uh, value your parental authority uh, so much. Uh, our whole goal is to help bring your children up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. And we hope that today your hearts and minds were nourished on some truth, beauty, and goodness. And John, thanks for joining us. A pleasure. All righty. We'll Looking see you next time. to uh, future episodes. Same. You won't see us. It's a podcast. Oh, yeah. I forgot we're not video podcasting yet.